Hey, good morning, and welcome to the John DeVito Show. How's everybody doing? It is Wednesday. That's good news. You know what that means? It means it's hump day. Woohoo! So let's all hump. What do you say? Good news. It's we're halfway through. We've almost made it to Friday. We are almost into the weekend, and I think we can all feel good about that. So hopefully everyone's having a great week so far. I've been busy at work this week. Busy day today as well, but I'm kind of taking a little lunch break. I just need a mental health break during my day. So we're going to talk about some funny news stories, some other news stories, and then get into talking about a couple of issues that are kind of on my radar right now. So anyway, I hope you're all doing well, and I look forward to having a great show with everyone today. The weather here in Massachusetts is beautiful. It rained a lot yesterday, but we've got a nice fall day. It's about 60 degrees, and... Uh, we're just chilling, getting ready to have some pumpkin lattes, I guess. That's what we do here in New England. So anyway, look who's here. We've got Cummings is Culture, the first man in today. And he's always a good person to see, a good friend to see. And I will say, Cummings, you know, I will not. And um, I just want to mention to you up front that I was a little disappointed in the Patriots' performance this past week. This is not going to be a sports show, so don't worry. Welcome, everybody coming in. Bells, Jess Doc, Mr. A, Raging Cajun, welcome to the show. We're going to be going nuts today. I'm kind of feeling it, so bear with me as we get into the show here today. But I had to apologize to my good friend Cummings' culture because the Patriots kind of let Mac Jones down uh, this past week. He's our new starting quarterback here in New England. And uh, the Patriots, man, you know, <laughs> there was a time when we were great. The Patriots had Tom Brady. We were kicking ass, taking names, winning Super Bowls. And then for some reason, the genius, Bill Belichick, let him go to Tampa. And I got to say, I'm kind of a Tampa fan now. I've, I've been a New England Patriots fan my entire life. Eric, welcome. This WAP doesn't lie. Welcome. I've been a Pats fan my entire life. And you know, we, we let the best quarterback of all time go to Tampa. And I got to say, I'm, I'm rooting for Tampa. I, I know this week, if Tampa Bay beats the Patriots in New England, I'm not going to be that unhappy. Honestly, I'm not going to be that unhappy. I'm going to deal with it because Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. And, you know, honestly, if you really think about it, you know, we, we've dealt with some some bullshit up here in New England with sports. You know, we had the curse of the Bambino for many years with the Red Sox. And, uh, you know, the, the Red Sox let Babe Ruth go to the Yankees, and then we went 86 years without winning a World Series title. I mean, back in the early 1900s, the Red Sox were the team to beat in baseball. We let Babe Ruth go. Uh, they sold him so the asshole owner of the Red Sox could fund the Broadway play No-No Nanette, which I've never even heard of that piece of crap. So, you know, money not well spent. So we let him go 86 years. The, the Red Sox didn't win a championship. And did we learn our lesson in New England? No. We had the GOAT. We had Tom Brady. We had a guy that was the greatest, probably, football player to ever play the game, and we let him go. Now, for Mac Jones, great young quarterback. I like him. You know, Alabama guy, uh, won the national championship last year, and I think he's got a great future ahead of him. But, man, he's in a tough, a tough place. I mean, do you want to be the guy that is following in Tom Brady's footsteps? Not easy shoes to fill because the fans up here are going to have extremely high expectations. But, you know, this wasn't his fault. The offensive line looked like shit. The team looked like shit. You know, they don't have anybody to catch the ball. And that's all I'm going to say. So I just had to apologize to my buddy Cummings, Mac Jones. I do love him. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. But, uh, man, the Patriots need to get their act together. And, you know, we, we have the genius the genius Bill Belichick, you know, the man that can do no wrong. Well, he should be able to win with any quarterback in any team. And uh, as of right now, I'm not seeing it. So, Tuttles, welcome to the show. I'm going to head over to my news page because there's a couple of things I want to talk about. And for those of you that do not like politics, this may not be the show for you today. I am going to talk some news. I'm going to do some funny news stories. But honestly, today, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about our fearless leader, Joe Biden. Joe Biden wakes up in the morning. You know, he gets up and probably around 10 o'clock. Uh, his health aides, I imagine, have to change his depends at that point because he's most likely shit himself overnight. And the man is making life or death decisions for our country, for our troops that are affecting our standing in the world. And this ass clown, this fool, Dementia Joe Biden, 
who supposedly got the most votes in American history, but now has like a 39% approval rating. This clown, not only did he completely botch Afghanistan, but if you watched yesterday the military brass testifying on Joe Biden and what happened in Afghanistan, I mean, Dementia Joe is blaming the military. Dementia Joe is blaming the people that were supposedly advising him. Yesterday, I saw the generals, the different military ranks, people that had given him advice, got up on camera along with Jen Psaki and basically said that Joe Biden is a fucking liar. Joe Biden is responsible for the American soldiers that died. These guys and you know leaders told him that we needed to keep 2,500 troops at least, maybe more, in Afghanistan as we continued the withdrawal from that country. And this fool, this jackass, jackass, this demented old man that doesn't know what he's saying, that doesn't know what he's doing, basically said, nope, we're not going to do that. We're not, we're not going to follow these military advisors who have trained at the best schools, who are experts in military tactics. We're not going to listen to them. This is going to be a Joe Biden decision. We're going to pull everybody out. We're going to leave Americans stranded. We're going to leave our troops in a, in a situation where they can't win. And 13 of them lost their lives. And on top of that, the people in Afghanistan, that fought alongside with the American people for the last 20 years and were our allies. We left them there to die, and they're now being hunted down like dogs in that country. Hunted down like dogs because of this clown. So, you know, I'm going to pop back over to the screen. I see people coming in. Q Bella, welcome. Uh, coming saying, fuck Millie, I don't believe him. You're right. Um, he is a traitor. I agree completely. But we are in a situation right now and, you know, I'm going to probably open up the phone lines a little bit earlier than later today because I want to have a little bit of a discussion on this. But who else in this country right now is concerned? Who is concerned? I am legitimately concerned. This is not me getting onto my podcast today and trying to, you know, drum up excitement or drum up, you know, people being upset. I mean, for me, I am looking what's happening in this country right now. I am concerned that our country cannot survive four years of this clown in office. This guy, in the span of nine months, almost 10 months, is literally destroying this country. We bombed Syria. You know, we, we have people being let go from their jobs at record paces. He's mandating vaccines. We've got nurses being fired. In Massachusetts, we've had dozens of state troopers who have now stepped away from their jobs and said they will no longer continue protecting the people of Massachusetts because this clown is instituting this mandate of the vaccine. Now, as I've said before, for the people that come in here, we've got you know, the, the liberals, the left, they're going to say, oh, DeVito's another another anti-vaxxer. He's another person that doesn't believe in the vaccine. He's selfish. He wants to kill people. I actually don't. I don't want to kill people. I don't want my, me to get COVID and for me to pass it on to somebody else. I've gotten my vaccine. My wife's gotten her vaccine. And my four children have gotten their vaccines. So for those people that are saying you're an anti-vaxxer, you don't care about people that might get COVID, I have one thing to say to you. Go fuck yourself, okay? Because you don't know what you're talking about. Let me be clear. I took the vaccine. My wife took the vaccine. My four children took the vaccine. But for the people that are listening to my voice in this live, and for the people that listen to my voice on download after I publish this show, the government has no right to mandate to you that you need to take a vaccine. This is still a vaccine that is unproven. You don't know what the long-term consequences are for this vaccine. And the government and Joe Biden, Dementia Joe, has no right to mandate this and now threaten people with their livelihood, threaten people that they're going to lose their jobs if they don't get it. Now, this is supposed to be our government, right? Our government cares about us. Our government wants what's best for us, right? Just like they've told the Democrats for how many years and the people that live in cities, you know, like inner cities that are on welfare, that are on food stamps, that can't get jobs, but have to sit home and suck off the system because they're not given another choice, right? Your government cares about you. We provide for you. No, they don't. 
The government does not care about you. They are controlling you. The government is controlling you. Joe Biden is out to control you. They are socialists. They are communists. And it is now, we are now all seeing them pull back the curtain and it's my way or the highway. You will take the vaccine. You will like it. And if you don't, you won't work. You won't be able to feed your family. You won't be able to survive. You will lose everything that's near and dear to you. That is what our government is saying to us right now. Slightly serious. Welcome to the show, brother. Very good to see you. So anyway, I'm ranting a little bit today, but I am honestly, for the first time in my 53 years, concerned that our country is not going to survive this jackass, that we're not going to survive it. The only other time I think I can ever say that I was this concerned about anything was when I was roughly probably 12 years old. And we were afraid that the Soviet Union was going to launch a nuclear attack on our country. That was something that was a real fear for kids who were younger in like the 70s. And I remember that time very, very clearly where I was, I would literally go to bed at night and lay in bed concerned that we would go to nuclear war against the Soviet Union and end up, you know, dying all of us here. I mean, what, what, how are we going to, how are we going to win this situation? I mean, we've got this jackass that's letting people pour in through the Southern border Recent news report says one in five of these people are sick that are coming into our country. They are saying that there are terrorists who are hiding out in these groups of people that are coming in through the southern border and not being checked at all. They're being ushered out to different parts of this country, all around the country. Our economy right now, we're going to have to raise the debt ceiling again. And Jackass Joe wants to pass another $3.5 trillion in spending. Where is this fucking money going to come from? Pretty soon. We're going to be going out and spending $400 for a loaf of bread in this country because our money is going to be worth nothing. So we've got the problem at the border. Of course, the Canadian border is locked up nice and tight. You can't If you're a vaccinated Canadian, you can't get into our country because we don't want you. But if you're someone from Haiti or if you're someone from Afghanistan or if you're someone that's a terrorist from the Middle East, just come down to the southern border and come on in. Come on in. Joe wants you. Kamala Harris wants you. They want you as part of their voter base. They'll let you right in, right? So we've got that problem. We've got COVID. Now, remember back a while ago when Joe Biden said how incompetent Donald Trump was in managing the entire COVID issue? Well, let's let's go back and talk about this for a second. Now, bear with me, everybody. I'm going to let the calls come in in a second. Let me rant. I've got to rant and get this off my plate. I didn't expect to rant this early, but apparently it's been pent up since I wasn't on the air the last couple of days, and I need to get this shit out. So this is kind of surprising me also. So bear with me if you could. But let's let's look at COVID. Now, Donald Trump was in office during COVID, okay? And we certainly had, he was blindsided by it. I mean, again, he tried to shut down the border to China early on, and he was called a racist for doing that by the Democrats. So he wasn't allowed to shut down the border. Then you had people coming in from overseas. They brought the fucking virus into our country because of the Democrats. In record time, less than a year, Donald J. Trump had three separate companies come up with a vaccine. Now, did he create the vaccine? No. Was he in there with the microscope developing this vaccine? No. But he gave these companies the resources they need and put them under a timeline where they would have to deliver this vaccine very quickly to save American lives. While he was developing this vaccine, Pelosi, Biden, Harris, all these other friggin' jackholes were out there basically saying that, you know, we won't take this vaccine. It's it's developed under Donald Trump. It's not safe. We're not going to take it. That's what they were all saying. They're a bunch of friggin' ass clowns, the whole bunch of them, right? So Trump has the election, in my opinion, stole from him. He created these vaccines in record time, and basically he didn't have ch a chance to come up with a plan to get everybody vaccinated because he was out of office, right? He was out of office in early January. So Biden told us how he was going to handle the problem. So what has he done to handle the problem? First of all, he got lucky where he caught it on the downslide. And then he's already got the vaccine. So, okay, wow, you have the National Guard go out, you give shots, you get people vaccinated. First, you encourage people to get vaccinated. Then when that doesn't work, you bribe people to get them vaccinated. Now, this is the same vaccine that you told everybody that you wouldn't take when Trump developed it, right? So when Trump developed it, this was evil, this was bad. But now that you're in office, hey, trust me, the vaccine's okay now. It's good now. Come out and take it. Trust Uncle Joe, the man that sniffs your children, the man that takes a big whiff when you have a little girl sitting on his lap. Trust him. He's, he's a trustworthy guy. So take the vaccine. So he encouraged people to take it, said he would never mandate it. 
Then they go out and they start paying people. Let's have lotteries where we give you a million bucks if you get the vaccine and they pick your number. And, you know, that didn't work. So now the threats have come out. And the thing that's killing me is we're in the middle of a pandemic. And who are we losing? We're losing nurses. We're losing nurses. We need the nurses in the hospital. We need them. There are supposedly no beds available. They're all filled with, you know, people that have COVID that are dying, right? So if the beds are full and you're requiring nurses to get mandates and the nurses are being fired, how does this solve the problem to have enough people to take care of all these sick people that we supposedly have in our hospitals right now? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then you look at the police officers. There was an article in Massachusetts where I live. State troopers are quitting by the dozens, by the dozens. Now, am I the guy that am I a guy that loves getting pulled over and getting a ticket? No, I don't. But if I'm speeding, I deserve a ticket. You know, I made a made a mistake and that's my decision and I get written up for it. It is what it is. You know, but when you're losing police officers, you're not losing people that are protecting all of us. You are losing the people that keep the peace, that keep us safe. Of course, that's what the Democrats wanted. Do you remember going back when uh, Black Lives Matter, they were burning down cities, you know, we keep talking about the January 6th insurrection and how that was like the worst day in American history in the last 200 years. But we don't talk about how Black Lives Matter were burning down half of our country over the summer because they wanted to fund the police. So I guess the Democrats are getting what they want. They wanted to fund the police. And now you got police officers who are quitting left and right because they don't want to get the mandated vaccine that they don't believe in. A year ago, the Democrats didn't believe in it either because Donald Trump created it. But now that, you know, Dementia Joe's in, you know, shit in his pants, watching as the world turns on an afternoon basis and, you know, doing crossword puzzles and not really running our country. I mean, that's what we're dealing with right now. So it's just, it's bullshit that this mandate's happening. And for the, for the Americans out there, resist. Resist if you don't want to take the vaccine. And again, this is coming from a guy that took it. If you don't want to take the vaccine, do not take it. Do not give in. Do not take it. If you don't feel it's right for your body, if you don't feel it's right for your life, then you don't take it. Now, whatever happened to that mantra, you know, my body, my choice, we hear about that all the time, right? My body, my choice, because, you know, women should have the right to control what happens in their body. And I, and I will say that I'm not, I guess, 100% against that. I'm not a woman, so it's hard for me to really talk about this fairly. But again, face it, the bottom line is, if you have an abortion, you are ending a life, whether it's very in the very early stages, in the later stages, this is a life that would be born and you are ending that life. Now, they're saying that if you don't get the COVID vaccine, you may pass on COVID to somebody else and take their life, and it's costing people their lives. But again, this is in an intrusion into your body, just like the government saying they have no right to tell you what should be done with a woman's body. How do they have a right to tell you to put a shot in your body when you don't know what the long-term effects are going to be on that shop? So, you know, I don't know, man. I don't get it. There's a lot of bullshit going on. You know, if anybody wants to call in, Eric, whoever, you know, call in. I'd love to chat a little bit. Uh, here's Eric Kirk calling in. Welcome to the show, my friend. But, you know, another thing that we got going on right now is we are the laughing stock of this country right now. Do you think anyone in the Middle East respects us? Do you think North Korea respects us? Do you think anyone in the world right now respects the United States of America? We are literally the laughing stock of this world right now. And it's because of Joe Biden, Camel Toe Harris, and Nancy Pelosi, the drunk, the 85-year-old drunk, whatever the hell she is from California, and the rest of their cohort of jackasses that they have running our country right now. Let's let's not forget the guy from Massachusetts, John Kerry, Senator John Kerry, the climate czar, the man who has a house in Boston that's 10,000 square feet, his house on the vineyard that's another 10,000 square feet, his house up in Maine, his fleet of airplanes, but he's the climate czar and telling us to cut down on our carbon footprint. So anyway, Eric and Cummings, I need to take a breath before I pass out. Eric, let me turn it over to you. What do you have to say about my rambling here? I mean, how are you feeling about things? First of all, can you hear me? Loud and clear. I actually did it right today, so go ahead. All right. Um, I, I think um, you're spot on. Um, but like I like I just posted in the comments, like you know, like the whole like my body, my choice. But but I think according to those who say my body, my choice, that only applies if you're an abortion rights advocate, um, which is the politically correct term for pro-choice, because like just like the politically correct term for pro-life, you're an abortion rights opponent which I think that's a big double standard, you know, 
to say that my body, my choice doesn't apply to like getting the COVID shot or vaccine. It doesn't seem right, does it? I mean, for me, uh-uh. and again, I, I'm, I'm not comparing the two issues. I do get it's like an apples and orange comparison. And I do get it's not the same thing. However, if you if if one party is going to say the whole my body, my choice thing, and again, I mean, the way I feel about it is, you know, again, if a woman is raped, if a woman, her health is in danger, I mean, she should certainly have the ability to have control of protecting mm-hmm. her life over the life of the baby, in my opinion. Is it right? I mean, if, it, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, if you are a person that believes in religion or a higher power, I, for one, don't really believe in religion, but I do believe in a code and a higher power, and I do believe that you should try not to kill. But again, you know, if you if you having a baby is going to end up in you costing yourself your life, I mean, you shouldn't have to make that decision. So I do think in certain yeah. cases, abortion should be okay. Yeah. But if you're going to go with my body, um, my choice, it's going to be both ways. It can't be one way, Eric. Am I wrong? Um, I, I think you're spot on because because I'm of the belief that that abortion would only apply in cases of rape, incest, and the life of the mother, and that our taxpayer dollars should not be be funding abortions and and being sent to to ungodly organizations like Planned Parenthood because it's like they're treating these unborn babies as parasites which which you know you know to me you know that when you know when when a man and woman make love to, ha- to have a baby together you know that they willfully made a choice you know not you know because ha- having children is a is a huge responsibility I've said that before, you know, PBG, and I've made this joke before when people say they're pro-choice. I say that too, you know, I'm pro-choice too. When you unzip your fly and you pull your wiener out and the girl takes her pants off and, and the penis enters and the then, vagina, and her, you and her just her legs. Right? You've made your choice, right? When Mr. Penis and enters Mrs. Vagina and you've made that move, guess what? You've made your choice. You know, you've kind of gone down the road and there's your choice. You know what's going to happen, you know? And uh, I, I, that kind of reminds well, me. Well, and whatever happened to adoption, you know, and, and allowing like a, a married couple to adopt, adopt a kid who might otherwise not be able to have children of their own. Yeah, there is a lot of that. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of couples that want to have, you know, that want to adopt a child. And, you know, for me, I get it though. I mean, Jesus, I, I give women credit. I mean, I have been in the room four times when my wife has given birth. And I guess my question to all you women out there, what the hell were you thinking? I mean, why would you want to do that? And if you did it once, why would you want to do it again? I mean, for anybody in here that hasn't been through the process of watching a a woman give birth, is it beautiful? No, it is not beautiful. It is painful. It hurts. There's a lot of blood. And honestly, with my when my daughter was born, I almost passed out and hit the floor. So it is for me terrifying to watch this happen. And I was funny. I remember a story real quick. Eric, bear with me. I remember a story when, when my daughter was born. We had my oldest son at home. My wife was in the hospital and my grandfather, uh, my fa- my father-in-law and his wife were at the house with us. So I came home after, you know, being there for the birth of my daughter, came home to see my son and the in-laws wanted to go see, you know, the baby. Now, I guess apparently my father-in-law never went in with his wife. They didn't do it back then in the old days, I guess. So mm-hmm. he said to me, how did it go? And I was like, well, I got to tell you, there was a lot of blood. I almost passed out. And he goes, eh, it can't be that bad. I'm like, I don't know, man. It was it was pretty nasty. It was pretty gnarly. So he ends up going, well, I'm going to go see her. I'm like, all right, go get him. Have fun. He goes to the hospital. He goes in and visits with Cheryl, goes into the same room where the baby was born. He came back a couple hours later. He's like, Jesus Christ, there was a lot of blood in that room. I'm like, I told you. Do you think I was making it up? I literally had blood that like hit me during the process. Like she was having the baby. And the blood literally hit me during during the birth. And I was just like, oh, my God. It was just nasty. So for the women out there that have had babies, you're crazy. I would never do it. And if I did it once, I would never make the mistake of having another baby again. So I know I got off track. But I think that's probably maybe sometimes why women don't want to go through the process and have a child and give it up for adoption. Because it is quite the process to have a baby. And it is you know, dangerous for you uh, where something could happen during the birth where you lose your life and – then, then you have a baby that you have to give away. So I, I get why women don't want to do that because it is a lot. But, um, you know, if we're going to go with my body, my choice, man, it's got to be both ways. It can't be one way. You can't say, well, that works over here with abortion. But when it comes to a vaccine, yeah, fuck that. You, you need to think of other people. It's just not right. You know, hey, Cummings, you're over there and you're quietly muted. What's going on with you, brother? Unmute and let's hear you. Uh, man, let me tell you, I've got a solution to this because they say my body, my choice, right? Yeah. 
okay, well, let's say if the woman wants to have the baby, let's say the man doesn't want the baby, let's say he doesn't have to pay child support on the baby. I've thought that for years. Doss, welcome to the show, brother. I agree. Why? why now, now, again, if you think about it that way, right, what you just said, if the woman wants to have the baby and the man does not, the man is still financially responsible for the baby. Now, if the man wants to have the baby and the woman does not, and she wants to have an abortion, she can do that, and he has no rights whatsoever. I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem right. So I, I agree with you. But uh, terminate, terminate the... Uh, Terminate the father's the need to have to pay for the baby. But again, you know, <laughs> that is a widespread problem in a lot of the inner cities also right now where a lot of men are not involved and they're not paying for their children. And you've got a lot of mothers that are on welfare because of that. And you and I are paying for them. So that kind of sucks also. Woody Bush, welcome to the show. And that's, uh, that, that's, that, that's the government's problem, though. That, that's the, the government intentionally did that. If you go back and you read what, Lyndon Johnson said after he passed welfare, he intentionally did that to harm. Sorry, go ahead. That's my phone. Go ahead. Uh, he did that to intentionally harm people who lived in inner cities and were minorities. He did that on purpose. And if you read his statement, you'll say, wait, wait a minute. Democrats are really racist. Well, I mean, I, I think Democrats are racist, in my opinion. We've talked about that before. I mean, not all. And I think when I say Democrats, I don't think maybe I, you know, we're talking about the general people out there that are Democrats that vote Democrat. But I think sometimes when you look at the lawmakers who are Democrats, a lot of them are racist because they, they've taken a different route. They keep people, you know, hooked on the on the system. And that is really kind of the 20, 2021 version of slavery, in my opinion, where they're keeping people hooked on welfare, on Section 8, on food stamps. You can't get off the government money and you get to vote Democrat. I mean, that is just a different form of bondage, a different form of chains. It's financial chains. They're keeping you hooked into their system. You can't get out. If you get out, you get cut off and you get no money. So you can't vote for those evil Republicans. They'll make you want to go to work and they're going to make you actually have to earn your money. And your kids aren't going to be able to eat if you can't get a job. I mean, that, that's what the Democrats do, and they are racist. The politicians, especially, you know. I think the I think that the people who vote Democrat are racist, and I mean that's where we differ because I mean if if you've seen this much fact of where they've said this, and then they loved Robert Byrd, who was the head, who was the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan, and Hillary, yeah, Hillary Clinton loved him, Joe Biden loved him. All these people loved him, and then and, and all these big-name Democrats loved him, and they were in bed with him. And then you go back to the 1930s, and you find out that Democrats were leading up the KKK. And oh, and then all of a sudden, oh, the party switched. Now it's the Republicans. They're the ones – and the Republicans were the ones who freed black people. The Republicans were the ones who – uh, the Republicans were the ones who wanted the Voting Rights Act implemented. And then you've got – then you've got these Democrats who say, oh, no, that's us, because they've got an agenda to push to the stupid white kid who's a beta male. Yeah. And a little he, hipster. A yeah. Little fucking pussy hipster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that. that's like the other day, like I was sitting there thinking and I seen this guy make a video about it. And I had said it before, but people, you know, they called me a racist for it. But, you know, they said that. uh you know, they blame us for everything every white person done that was bad, right? Right. Okay, right. so if you're gonna blame me blame me for all the bad, we're gonna blame me for all the good. We invented the we invented the country you're living in. We invented the borders you have, we invented the wheel or whatever, you know. We invented the we invented cars. We invented like I mean, if you're gonna blame us for the bad, you gotta blame us for the good. Anything you've got modern, white people probably invented it. So, I mean, you can't sit there and say, oh, you're, you're all bad, but you're going to sit there and use white people technology. And, and, and the, 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 the thing that shocks me the most is that these liberals who sit there and they <laughs> scream about corporations and all these people who um, – white people didn't invent the wheel, by the way. That was in Mesopotamia. Uh, but anyway um, – these 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 corp these kids who complain about these all oh, these big billion dollar corporations they're so bad and they're they're tweeting that on their iPhone. <laughs> exactly, you you get a love. I mean, honestly, for the people that are out there, again, we all know that I'm an old fuck, probably the oldest fuck in the room right now, unless the old man's here. <laughs> but you know, for me, you know, <laughs> when I, when I was a kid, I, I would have loved it if I, if I could transport back to like 1980 and walk in and see my dad. 
at uh, the age of whatever, 12, 13 years old and walk in and be like, hey, dad, how you doing, man? Hey, I know that you just worked 14 hours today and your know, mom's been home taking care of the family because, you know, back in the day, women didn't really work that much. We're on kind of a fixed income as a family. But, you know, dad, I really need the new iPhone. I mean, you know, hang in there. It's only $1,300, dad. Could you buy me an iPhone? My dad probably would have kicked my ass out the door. <laughs> no, the new <laughs> ones aren't even $1,300, John. It's crazy. I mean, it's fucking stupid how much money these things are. And every every kid has them, these entitled little twats that think that uh, the world revolves around them. But you're right, tweeting about injustice and inequality and all these different things when they're just spoiled little assholes that have never worked for anything in their lives. Honestly, Elgato, welcome. Troncat, welcome. <laughs> Meow. The but new ones cost two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. I mean, I, don't, I I wouldn't even pay that. I'm not going to pay that kind of money for a fucking phone. It's crazy. It's crazy money. And when you get these entitled little kids that you know just expect it, they expect all this shit. You know, give me my Xbox, give me my PlayStation, give me my fucking two thousand dollar phone. What are you going to do for it? Oh, nothing. Yeah, dad's going to be outside mowing the lawn and doing the flowers because you're sitting inside playing Xbox. I mean, when I was a kid, I was outside fucking mowing the lawn. I was doing the leaves. I was doing the weeds. I did the work, you know, and that's how I got my money, by working my ass off. And that's probably why I'm where I am today, because I learned a work ethic. And And if your dad owned a business, if your dad owned a business, buddy, they sure would shit now. But if (laughs) your dad owned a business, your ass was working at that business at like 10, 11 years old. Damn right it was. Damn right was funny. I saw, I don't want to get too specific because again, I do, I did realize recently that when I do my show, people in my town do listen to me. I've had people come up and comment about giving specific information, but to be very general, there is a family that I know and they own a business and one of their children works in the business and she's been working since, since she was young. And I recently saw this young woman, she's now 17 or 18 working in another business in town. And I said, oh, did you finally stop working at your parents' business? And she was like, oh, no, no, I just don't get paid very much over there, if anything. So in order to save money for college, I have to come over here to work in order to get paid. So she is working at her family business, doing her duty for her family. They're a very traditional family. But then she has to go and get a second job to help earn money to pay for her education. I mean, that's what you would have seen back in the day. You know, you, you get your ass in here and work and you know, I'm not going to fucking pay you. You're going to help the family. You know, that's kind of how it was back then. But I don't know, man. You know, we're kind of getting off topic a little bit, you know, but I don't know. It's just just crazy stuff going on in this country, Cummings. Now, let, let me ask you, Cummings. I get you in here, and Eric's still on the line with us. What did you think of the military leaders, the military generals, and even Jen Psaki throwing Joe Biden under the bus yesterday? Because we all know he fucked up Afghanistan. I mean, what did you feel, and how did you feel about them basically saying, no, we gave him advice, he just didn't listen? So do you think he should be impeached for that? Go no, ahead. I don't want him impeached. Um, <clears throat> they, um, like, I, I know this is bad. And, like, I, me and you have talked privately about this, but <clears throat> the whole Afghanistan thing was a blunder. Yep. But it's not the worst blunder he's going to have. No. And it's not even the worst one that they're talking about. It's not – It's not. It, they, they, they're giving – like, I think they did that on purpose as a distraction from what's really going on. I think they do that. Well, matter of fact, I know they do that because they they don't want to tell you in 14 days that the country's running out of money and they're going to default on all the loans and we're going to go into a great depression. That's why I I don't that really like we know he fucked up in Afghanistan. I don't need, you know, the the Mark Milley coming out, whatever his name is, talking about he he gave him advice and he wouldn't take it because Milley's a traitor. He should have resigned from his job when he was trying to backdoor to China to uh, to saying, you know, oh, if Trump attacks, it wasn't us, and he should have been fired right then. And um, he's just a piece of shit. And uh, a lot of the military leaders now that are pushing this LGBTQ agenda on all these uh, on all these armed forces members, it's absolutely disgusting what's going on in our military. We're the, we went from one year from being the strongest military that has ever walked God's earth to being the weakest liberal military that has ever been. And I hope and pray to God that we don't get into a conflict with anyone because Joe Biden would make them stop and say, oh, it's 86 degrees. We can't fight a war today. Um, so, I mean, just the just the negligence of this administration, nothing shocks me at what they do. It's, But I, I'm glad in a way, and I know people – I, I 
John, this is so I, I think this is bad of me to say, but I'm glad in a way that it's this way because I told people, you told people, we tried to tell them, and I know we're gonna suffer. We're gonna be okay though, but it just makes it so much worth it. It makes it just so much more worth it to me to let him stay in there, to let him keep fucking up because. You wanted this. You wanted, oh, you had to get rid of the orange man because of his mean tweets, and he's a bully. While you were sitting there making more money than you ever made in your life, and you were buying your first home, you were buying your first cars, and now and now you're in the shitter. So, to me, you know, I don't want him gone. No, it's true. I mean, it, it is just, I mean, what we're seeing right now, and we've got the WAP doesn't lie in. I'm glad we're going to get to hear from him also. What's going on in this country right now is terrifying. We are in a financial you know, disaster. We have a financial disaster, I think, coming. We're losing workforce for the people that for the for the people with the minimum wage jobs. No one's working because the government's paying people to stay home. I mean, what this guy has done in 10 months has literally destroyed our country. It has destroyed our country. I don't know if the United States of America can survive three and a half more years of this clown in office. And speaking of clowns, I see Elgato just came in. So welcome to the show, Elgato. Good to see you. So what doesn't lie, man? What are you thinking? I, I was on your show the other day. I loved your show. If you haven't been into the show, he's got a kick-ass show. But I'd love to hear your take on what's going on right now. Go for it, man. The hey. mic is yours. Hey, John. What's happening? What's uh, up, brother? you got a great show. I love it. I agree with everything you have said. And I have to say a couple of things. I'm a little older than you are, and I remember campaigning as a kid for President Kennedy. Okay. And I, I still have the original buttons that I was passing out at the time. And I will never, ever vote Democrat again as long as I live. And what I watched yesterday was a tragedy when I saw Milley, the four-star general, tell that senator that he would call China if Trump were to attack China. And he said, well, Trump wasn't going to attack him anyway. What a lying bastard this man is. And if that's not treasonous, I don't know what is. I, I, I mean, that senator asked him twice, and he said he would have called China. That man should be court-martialed. He should be thrown in jail. If that isn't treason, I don't know what is. I mean, they continued to call Trump treasonous through his entire term as president. And for, you're right. What Milley said yesterday to say that he would have called China and warned China. I mean, that's exactly what we've heard about Biden. Biden's made backdoor deals with China. He and Hunter are in China's pocket. And you know that's exactly what's going on in this country right now. And you're right. I mean, to me, how is that not treason? How is it not treason? And how is this guy not out on his ass right now? being thrown in prison. You're right. I mean, what else have exactly. you seen? Exactly. Yeah, what else have you seen? I'd like to hear more from you. Exactly. And, and another thing, for him to push this vaccine like he has been, listen, I worked, I'm retired. I worked in nursing homes for 30 years. And in the beginning of the COVID situation, when people were dying in my nursing home, other than COVID, and they were written off as COVID patients because in the state of Connecticut, you receive $3,800 extra for a COVID patient. Yeah. And, and the reporting was so relaxed because the federal government relaxed the reporting. The numbers are not true because I keep in touch with a lot of other nursing homes throughout the state. And they did. They were doing the same thing. The state of Connecticut right now has a 2.0 rate to people that are contracting COVID, which is we have three and a half million people in Connecticut. This is a damn joke. And I'm not saying COVID is not real. Believe me, I've seen people die in nursing homes of it. But you're not going to tell me what to put in my body. And if you come to my house and try to force me, to take a shot, you're leaving in a body bag. I promise you that. You're leaving in a body bag because that's not going to happen. And if people out there have a problem with that, go fuck yourself. Plain and simple. You do what you want with your body. You take the vaccine, that's great. I, I don't have a problem with that. You don't want to take it, that's up to you. But do not force anything like that on me, especially 
People were knocking on doors asking you if you got the shot. You ever hear of HIPAA laws? You, you don't even have the right to ask me what I'm doing with my medical treatment. It, it's insane. I've never seen, John, what you said in the beginning of your show, you were at 100% right, 1,000% right. This country's going downhill and it's going downhill fast. And what you said where we will not survive a Joe Biden administration, I'm 100% in agreement with you with that. Yeah, you know, I, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, again, you, you, you're a little bit older than I am. I'm 53, almost 54. Um, I've never seen a time in this country where we are in danger as we are right now. And I thought Joe Biden would be bad, but I did not in a million years expect that we would be where we are at right now in his administration. I expected not to agree with him. I expected not to like a lot of the things he did, but I did not expect to have this level of incompetence and this level of corruption in our government. Now, you're also in Connecticut. I didn't realize that. I'm a Massachusetts guy, so we, we're both caught in liberal hell here in Connecticut and Massachusetts. I grew up in New Hampshire, the live free or date style state, and that's uh, slowly being transitioned over to liberal as well with all the mass holes that are moving to my old home state of New Hampshire. But um, – you're 100% right. I mean, and, and think about it. For the people that are in here, you listen to this WAP doesn't lie. Now, when I was younger, my mother was a nurse in nursing homes. I worked in nursing homes for years when I was a younger guy. And uh, if you are running a nursing home and you have 10 people that pass away due to the flu, you can get nothing if you say they died of the flu, but you get $3,800 per person if you say exactly. they died from COVID. I mean, what are you going to do? As a business owner, that's an easy, easy decision. Check the COVID box and get the 3800 bucks. And if that money's out there, there's no doubt that that affected the numbers that came out this past year. And, I mean, again, think about it. For years, for you know, hundreds of years, we've been fighting, fighting influenza. We've been fighting the flu. And guess what? Holy shit. All we needed to do was put masks on. Masks cured the fucking flu this past year. They did That's it. That's right. Congratulations. You know, but it's amazing that they cured the flu, but they didn't cure COVID. I mean, you know, I guess that COVID's a tricky motherfucker where, you know, if you're walking someplace, you need to have your mask on. But if you're sitting down having dinner, COVID doesn't affect you. But it's funny because apparently COVID doesn't affect people in restaurants. But if a child is sitting down at school, they have to have their mask on because COVID gets low in the schools, just not in the restaurants, you know? I mean, you see all this bullshit that's going on with the mask mandates and everything else that's going on. I mean, really... P.T. Barnum was right. The guy that started the Barnum and Bailey Circus, when he said, I don't know if this was him or not, it was reported he said this, it may have been somebody else, but he did say there was a sucker born every minute. And it's true. If you're all sitting back and you're not looking into this and not believing that the government is fucking pulling our strings right now and lying to us, you're not paying attention. And I'm not even making this. This isn't Democrat or Republican. This at this point is us versus them. They are pulling the strings. They are our puppeteers. They are fucking telling us what to do. And we're saying, how fucking high should we jump? How high should we jump? So if they tell us three weeks from now, if you cover both of your ears and you hop up and down on one leg, you won't get COVID, you'll have half of the fucking population doing that. You know, it's time that we all wake the fuck up and just kind of get exactly. with it. So, you know, Wap, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm frustrated. I mean, what, what can you tell people out there? I mean, what, what should they be doing if, if they're being forced – into getting a shot, and if they don't take the shot, they lose their job, and they can't afford to afford to feed their kids. What do they do? You know, that's that's where people are being put right now. Well, they have to resist. I mean, look at this. Like you mentioned earlier, look at the state troopers that quit their job. Yep. I mean, they'll get a job some other place, but to force this vaccine on people to tell them, uh, you know, these th th they need to get these lawyers involved and start trying to sue. You know, I heard Alan Dershowitz. Uh, I don't I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name yeah, yeah, right. Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz. I shook hands with him once. Yes. Dershowitz. Yeah. He was on Another TV guy that was on the other, Island. He was on TV the other day, and he said, legally, any governor of any state can pass a law to make you get the vaccine and have the, have the National Guard come to your house take you out of the house and inject you with the vaccine against your will. Really? I mean, can you imagine what will go on? 
Listen, if you want to start Armageddon, be my guest and start dragging people out of their homes and inject them. In my opinion, and I've spoken to a lot of doctors online with this poison. I mean, you're out of your damn mind if you think you're going to get away with that. And now you're firing nurses and you have to put National Guardsmen in some hospitals to try to fill in for the nurses that are being fired or CNAs that are being fired. What a joke this country is becoming. And these people really need to start doing something about it. Listen, I'm against violence, but when you need to use violence, you need to use it. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought I'd see in my life a day where maybe totally you'd, sorry. Be, you'd be looking at violence like this. But it's true. I mean, but one of the things that we still have in this country, and Algado's right, Australia is 20 times worse, if not more. I mean, I'm seeing the videos like everybody else is about Australia. I mean, it is completely government control. It is a Gestapo state. They're not letting people travel more than five kilometers away from their homes. But one of the reasons why this is happening, and, you know, I get it. People don't like guns. You know, do you think I love guns? I don't love guns. Guns are scary. If someone pulls out a gun, I love I'm going to be afraid. No one loves guns. But I do. The, I, you know, I, I've got four of them myself. I, I do like having my guns, but I've got my four guns. I'm going to be buying something. you got 12. Nice. You're better off than me. I need more the way things are going right now to defend my family. But the bottom line is the reason why our government has not done what other countries are doing is because we have the guns. And that is the purpose of the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment's not put, the, put there so John DeBio can go hunting for deer with an AR-15 rifle. The reason why that Second Amendment was put in place in the Constitution by the Founding Fathers is so that we would have a chance to fight back against a tyrannical government. And that is why the Second Amendment is there. And that is why the explicit line in that document says it shall not be infringed upon because the Founding Fathers had to fight for the freedom them. They had to fight. Their family members died. And that is what we are facing again right now. We are literally facing a tyrannical government. And you've got the figureheads, Joe Biden, his cast of clowns, and the Republicans aren't much better. They're a bunch of fucking clowns also. You've got the wealthy above them that are pulling the strings. And they are basically just showing us right now, we can do whatever the fuck we want to you anytime we fucking want to. If we tell you to put a mask on, you put the fucking mask on. If we want you to take a shot, you take that fucking shot and we'll ruin your life. And some of the liberals are seeing now, seeing this now. If you haven't researched what happened to Nicki Minaj, I'm not a big Nicki Minaj fan, but I now follow her on Instagram. Nicki Minaj became part of canceled culture when she did not repeat the, the message from the left. And if you look also, there was a picture of Rihanna yesterday, the singer, oh, yes. another liberal who had a shirt on that said, think before it becomes illegal. So the left is starting to see now what's happening also, and hopefully – if we can all see what's going on, we all need to pull together as Americans and fight this before it's too fucking late and we don't have freedom and we don't have a free country to live in anymore because it's coming, people. It's coming. You know, go ahead, guys. Anybody who wants to go? Now, um, I, I, like, I, I know like over the weekend you probably saw that story of what of like the incident that happened on that, that trash talk show, The View, which that, that show's went down the shitter since Barbara Walters retired and yeah. Because honestly, that was a good show when Meredith Vieira, Star Jones, Debbie Metinopoulos, and Lisa Ling were on the panel. But then, I like to but I think with Whoopi and Joy, that, that, that show just re really went to hell in a handbasket. And then, of course, Anna Navarro and Sonny Hostin, you know, being told to go to exit the stage like mid-show. And then you know who I want to see on that show, Candace Owens. Put her on that show. Put her <laughs> yeah, in the Republican voice to shut these other fucking idiots up. Go ahead. Because, you know, like... And then they they had a, had an, an instant where that where that that uh, oh like Sonny and Anna te tested positive, but it turned out to later be a, a false positive because they had test results come back negative. Um, and 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 uh, and, uh, and it happened on the day that Kamala Harris was a guest, which and I and I think that right there has a lot of people raising questions like like what the fuck is really going on? Hey Chris, welcome. Are are they too scared that Anna and Sonny are? Well, I'll tell you, the, the one, hey, rounding third, good to see you. Hey, one of the things that I thought was very telling is when Nicki Minaj was talking, and again, I know that we probably don't have a ton of Nicki Minaj fans in this chat right now. Look it up. Read about what happened to her. I do apologize. Um, I, I got interrupted by a phone call. It, okay, what's it? Nicki Minaj came out and said, point blank, there are a lot of celebrities in Hollywood and people like her that are afraid to speak up 
because if they know if they do, their careers will be ruined. So when you look at her, she spoke up against the system, and they smacked her ass down. They tried to cancel her. They tried to make her look like she was crazy, like she was insane. And what she was saying wasn't insane. It just didn't go along with the liberal narrative. So read up on what happened with Nicki Minaj and take a look at the picture of Rihanna wearing that shirt. I mean, that may seem like a simple thing, but that's a big thing where you've got an African-American woman who's very accomplished in her career is putting that shirt on, which she is she is saying right on there that pretty soon thinking is going to be illegal also. The, the left knows, knows that it's happening also. And I think everybody in this country is terrified of this jackass we have in the Oval Office right now because let's face it. He, he's, he's, he's nothing. He's not running this country. It's Obama. It's the wealthy. It's somebody. It's not him. He is just a little figurehead wearing his suit. Someone's got the hand up the back of his coat. They're changing his diapers three times a day and putting them up there to give speeches. There are other people writing for him. He's doing shit. So there's, there's someone, there's some evil force running this country right now. Hey, Wop, thanks for coming in, man. I really appreciate you coming in. And let me uh, let, let me Thank let you, you. Give a, a quick close before you go. So go ahead and just kind of close off your little stay on my show before you take off. So go ahead. Well, listen, John, I love your show. Thank you. You got to jump I in. I love yours. This Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the name of the show is Fuck Biden. Nice. So it's it's going to be a wild show. Great show, John. Love listening to you. Eric. Thank you, my take brother. Take care. Everyone yes. out there, be safe. Be safe. Later. All right. Make sure if you haven't been See into this Wop's lies that show, make sure this Wop doesn't like get into his show. He's got a very good show. If you like my show, his show is very similar. And obviously, he's a very handsome, intelligent man like I am, <laughs> except for the fact he lives in Connecticut. I live in Mass. So two older, handsome gentlemen. So you, know, you can't go wrong, both with dad bods. So come and get us. <laughs> so anyway, hey, Chill Jelly, welcome to the show. So Cummings, you've been, I know we kind of chatted for a little bit and you kind of went silent. I'm not sure what you're doing back there with your little microphone muted. But if you want to get back on the chat, go right ahead. Eric, if you have anything else, we're 51 um, minutes. I'm I, I don't know where I got more. cut off. Like like when I was like talking yeah, about like the view, like, you know, like Sonny and Anna were, were ushered off stage because I'm under the impression that they might have been afraid of those two asking Kamala tough questions that I presume Sarah and Joy would probably dare not ask. Probably. He's wanking. <laughs> You're probably right. I, th I think that's. that's I, I think ABC would be better off just putting that that show out of its misery and and just bring back all my children in one life to live because they should have never canceled those soap operas in the first place. Hey, I'm glad you mentioned that. You know, you know who's into soap operas now? My my son Matt, but he's watching, I guess, English made soap operas. I'm not sure where he's. Oh, Coronation them. Street. Yes, he loves States. that. That's his favorite show. He wants. He tells me about Coronation Street all the time. He loves that show. So, do you watch that also? Um, don't study it. Yeah, no, he loves it. He loves that, and he he's starting to get into soap operas also now. So he's kind of funny. But anyway, man, you know, great show today. I really appreciate everyone that's called in. You know, Eric Cummings, everybody. Uh, I'm going to get back to work today, so I, I'm going to try to get on again tomorrow. And I may have either tomorrow or Friday. I may have Caitlin back on with me. She's been saying, she "Oh, nice." To do a show with me. So yeah, we might have Caitlin in for a show. She's been. Working her ass off, homeschooling, really working hard. And uh, she's, believe it or not, a junior. So next year she's going to be looking at colleges, and she's going to be flying the nest sometime soon, which I can't believe. Pretty soon it's just going to be my wife and I. I'm not sure how we're going to deal with that. She's going to have to, I guess, learn to like me again. Since There's going to be upside-down pineapples in the DeVito household. <laughs> Damn, right, Damn right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a big inflatable one and put it out for Halloween. Maybe I'll get lucky. I don't know, man. Upside down pineapples all the way. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine that? We'd be like those. You know what? If I was a swinger, I'd be like those guys from Hall Pass, man. I would sit there and we'd be, me and John would be walking around all weekend saying, we're going uh, we, to. Oh, I think we lost you a little. We lost you for a second. Uh, we, we, me and you'd be walking around saying, we're going to fuck all these women. And then we'd go home and we'd go back to our wives and we'd find out that they fucked two black guys. And that would be our love. <laughs> I, still, I still love the scene in the Applebee's where they, they had the meal and they were going to go out and try to fuck some women afterwards. And the big fat guy, remember he had a huge meal and he's like, yeah, I can't go to a bar. I have to go home and poo. And they're like, well, just fucking back one out here in the bar. There's a bathroom. He goes, no, I'm going to probably have to take a bath after this one. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's me, dude. You know, after, after you drop one, I mean, the toilet paper just doesn't do it. I need to like friggin' hose off or something afterwards. But anyway, uh, Cummings, thanks for joining us, man. Eric, I'm going to let you run off where other shows are coming up and well, uh, I'll, I'll hopefully be on tomorrow and Friday, same time. So, We'll see you all later. I got to run. All right, bud. Talk see to you later soon. too, Jeremy. Um, well, um, you know, and I know you you saw an, an an email like that I you know sent to like a 
a North Dakota Senate candidate who also has a podcast show. Yes. Um, yes. You know, and I think we're we're exploring maybe having him on sometime. Wait, now, available. On. Did did he did he copy you in? He wrote me back. I don't know if you saw that. Did he copy you in? On the um, I don't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't see, see the response he sent to you. No, but he, did. Um, he said he he said he'd like to come on the show. So he did write me and say that he wanted to come on. So I'll try to coordinate that and get him on. And oh yes, let me, let me interrupt you real quick before I forget. If you guys haven't been watching Jeopardy, you gotta watch. I got the music going. This new guy, Matt Amodio. If you haven't seen it. He's won like 30 days in a row, $1.1 million. This guy uh-huh. is never going to lose. He is ridiculous. So if you haven't watched Jeopardy, tune in tonight and check it out. The guy's unbelievable. I'll play the music again. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry for Well, and, um, and and one other thing about like that gentleman that we are exploring having on, um, you know, with him also having a podcast show. Um, if anybody has been been seeing trolls go, going around um, with, you know, using his likeness and and coming in using unflattering and vile usernames that we cannot repeat. My word of advice is um, to to screen screenshot it or or get a picture of the the web browser address. You know, take a picture of it and report it to Podbean so they can shut those trolls down. Because because I because I think we we need to try to send a message to Podbean to really start cracking down on this trolling now more than ever. Yeah, there's been a lot I've seen lately. What I'd like to see though is I'd like to see someone in here create another account and call it DeVito's tiny penis. And I want that to troll my own show and you can troll other shows with it. Also, you have my permission to create a troll account and call it DeVito's tiny penis. I'd like to see that going into shows. It would make me laugh. So Elgato, I know you're probably on the case. You probably already have it half done already, but uh, anyway, it, it is a shame though. Cause well, I've seen some about old man and just, you know, good people. Dina Joe, Robert, Dina Adam Joe, Robert and, and other people who have done absolutely nothing to, to deserve this kind of treatment. Um, when all they want to do is their podcast shows in peace. Yep, but but we but one thing we do know for certain about these trolls is we do not believe it's a, a lone wolf individual. We believe multiple parties are involved in. <laughs> and there it is. And who those tiny dick entered the live studio. I knew it wouldn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Because I know, like like I said, a lot of it is just not a laughing matter. But but you know, because we, we don't believe in this environment of like bullying and harassing and stalking people. But no, but no, I digress no. on that. But Cool. Welcome to the show. We're about wrapping but, up. But um, in closing, like the great Podbean shows to check out here on Podbean, of course, include um, like the the Lunch with Spanky, which is um, a spinoff of the, the Beans and Weenie show, which, of course, will be on tonight in prime time. Um, and then, of course, you've got Milk Dog on. So definitely well, show him health, your support. Right? I saw that he, was, that he was out. So he's OK then. Everything's good with his health? Well, I, it looks like it. But good. And, and another thing we don't like about the trolls is when they go around spreading malicious rumors. To me, that's bad podcasting. It is. I agree. Um, and then, of course, the Frankie D show, he should be on today around 3 or 4 p.m. Eastern time today. So it, ho- hopefully you, you, John, might go in and, 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 and check, out, check up on him and show your support. And That's been a long time, um, right? Then, of course, the Soccer 82 Alpha podcast at 7 p.m. Eastern time this evening. And then Felix... You know, of the swap doesn't lie. Seven PM Eastern Time Friday evening. Um, ho- hopefully, the slightly serious show. If if he's back this evening at nine thirty PM Eastern Time or tomorrow night, so be on lookout for him. And then be on lookout for the Ralph William podcast mornings around seven or eight AM Eastern Time, and then and then the Old Man's podcast tomorrow at ten AM Eastern, and then other podcast friends like Dude Sean and the It's Doomsday podcast, Mike Tampa Bay, and and hopefully Jeremy decides to fire up. Um, an impromptu comes this culture and then also show your support to Linga Longa, Chuck and Billy's not your cup of tea whenever they do live shows. And then Brian and Rebecca's planet ADHD and, and so many other awesome podcast friends, even Laura and, and pink squirrel and many others. You know, I have a busy afternoon. I was, I was going to go back to work, but then I thought about it. I think maybe I'm going to try something different. I, you know, I'm kind of bored lately, and Lady Me is coming in at the absolute wrong time <laughs> for this comment. But I'm going to yeah, go. We're wrap, wrapping up. And oh, yeah. I, 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 since I'm bored this afternoon, I'm going to try to masturbate left-handed, and that might take a while. And by the time I'm done, I figured I'll finish up and then probably take a nap. So that's my plan for the afternoon. I thought about working, but I figured a left-handed slap session might be in call and uh, – I don't know. It might take me a while because I don't have that same rhythm with my left hand that I do with my right hand. But I'm, I'm going to work at it. You never know. I, I could end up having a stroke 
And then if I can't use my right hand, I'd have to use my left hand permanently. So I think I need to develop, you know, some type of talent with that left hand so I can still pleasure myself. So that's my plan for this afternoon, everybody. Love you all. <laughs> I've done, you know, that's great, dude. Yeah, lo- love you and God bless you. And lo- look forward to hopefully see- seeing you on again soon too, John. By Ram, it's true. If you end up sitting on your hand or laying on your hand and it goes numb and then you masturbate, it's like someone else is doing it for you. You can't feel your hand, and that is kind of a special thing. So, you know, maybe I'll go with that today. So I, I just don't like the pins and needles after the fact. So anyway, love you all, everybody. Take care. Have a great day, and I will hopefully be on uh, tomorrow and Friday, and I hope to see you all then. So take care now. Uh, later, everybody. There it goes. All right. We'll see you all later. Take care now.